Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 1. I'm going to have a lot of time to, to, to go into the move of God this morning. Let me just preach very briefly and then we'll have Minister Odoya Debayo come up. Praise God. We'll be having Pastor Dan next week, Sunday. Hey, man. He had to be with Pastor Ia Deboye for the 18 million souls campaign. But we'll have a great time this morning. Praise God. All right. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. Says in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. Verse 2 says, But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, and through Him, and, and through whom also He made. The universe. Let's read verse 3 together. One, two, ready, go. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Glory to God. I want to emphasize on the sun is the radiance of God's glory. If you have the KJV, it says the sun is the express image of God and the exact representation of his being. Glory to God. All right, let's flip over this morning to the book of Genesis. Glory to God. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And of course, we know the story of creation. Praise God. Glory to God. Uh, are you in church this morning? I want to use for a title this morning, Your Real Identity in God. Your Real Identity in God. Your Real Identity in God. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you will speak to us the way only you can. In the name of Jesus. Let the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to our hearts in the name of Jesus. Let your word profit us, O God, like never before in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory in Jesus' precious name. We have prayed and just says a loud amen. amen. Glory to God. If you're joining us online, thank you for joining. The Lord bless you. Glory. Let's celebrate our online audience this morning. Praise God. 
Amen. The greatest question every human being needs to answer in order for them to live the life that God has ordained for them to live as children of God is the question of identity. Is the question of identity. And God, we see from the scriptures, wants us to live our lives to the fullest. We see this in John chapter 10, verse 10. The Bible says, the thief comes not to steal, but to, he came not to steal, to kill. The thief came to steal, but destroy. But I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So the devil has three primary ministries, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But God says, I came for the purpose so that you may have life. And have it in little measure. And have it in a good measure. And have it what? More abundantly. Glory to God. So God wants us to live our life to the fullest. And this can only happen when we understand our identity in God. Glory to God. In Psalm 49 verse 20, the Bible says, A beast... And he's in honor. And he does not know he's like a beast that perishes. So when a king is in honor and he doesn't know it, he's like a beast that perishes. Glory to God. I'm laying the foundation on this one. Let's go to Psalm 82 verse 5. Psalm 82 verse 5. Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? Psalm 82 verse 5. It says, The gods know nothing. They understand nothing. They walk about in darkness. Alright? They know not, neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness. Glory to God. So the reason people walk in darkness is because they lack understanding. They've not come to a place of understanding. They've not come to a place of revelation to know and understand their real identity in God. And this morning, my job is to tell you who you are and make you understand your position, your real identity in Christ. Number one, you are a God. <laughs> See, let me tell you something. This message this morning is one of the most important message you will ever hear me preach. If you get this your life is made forever. Forever. You are a God. Glory to God. Psalm 82. Says, I have said, ye are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. But he says, you will die like mere men. And fall like one of the princes. Now, the reason... You would die like mere men. Or you say the reason your enemy would die like mere men. Right? It's because of lack of understanding. So, even though you are gods. Now, tell anyone, say, I'm a god. Hmm. Someone is thinking, oh, I'm not sure now. So, we say, I'm a god. Say, I'm a god. The Bible says so. It says, ye are 
are gods. A dog will, be, will give birth to a dog. A goat will give birth to a goat. A lion will give birth to a lion. If God gives birth to you, what are you or who are you? You are a God. Glory to God. Now, you need to understand this, all right? A God is a supernatural being. A God is a supernatural being considered divine. This is so important. Glory to God. So, a God is not some word, all right? A God is a supernatural being. So, when I'm saying that you are a God... What I'm saying in essence is that you are supernatural. You are supernatural. You are not normal. You are not ordinary. You are extraordinary. Glory to God. <laughs> you are not normal. You are not normal. Glory to God. There is something in you that makes you to be extraordinary. In Hebrews 1, 3, the Bible says, talking about Jesus, it says that he is the express image of the Father. He is the express image of God. And it says here, Hebrews 1, 3, it says here, is the express image of his person. Let me have the NIV. I love this. NIV. It says the sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. The exact representation of his being. No wonder when Philip said she was the father, Jesus said, you don't understand. You don't understand. He said, don't you understand that he that has seen me has seen the father? So, when I, when I come into a place, the father is there. He says, the works I do, right, is not done by myself, Whatever I see the Father do, that's what I do. And that's what the Bible says in 1 John 4, 17. It says that as he is, so are we. See, this will change. Just listen. It will, it will change your life forever. So you are not ordinary. You are not ordinary. You are supernatural. And you must operate in the realm and the dimension of the supernatural. Because you are a God. That's who you are. You are not trying to be a God. You are already a God. Because you are a child of God. By the reason of where you came from. By the reason of who gave birth to you. You are a God. Glory to God. You can never under the sun. You can never see a dog give birth to a goat. Except in Incombe. I mean, you know, I mean, some of you used to laugh. Then they would tell you to go and they would tell you to go and bring something in the room, in the dark, in the dark room. Then you say, "Ha, ah, ah, I cannot go. I cannot go alone." Then you call your siblings. Can we go together? But as you grow, you need to understand the Bible says a righteous man is as bold as a lion. It says in, in nothing terrified by the adversaries. Nothing should shake you. Because you need to understand who you are in Christ. 
You are not normal. Tell everyone, say, I'm not normal. Say, you may be looking at me, I'm not normal. I'm not normal. You are supernatural. Glory to God. Say, glory to God. And the life you're supposed to believe in is the life of the supernatural. You don't go in and out of supernatural. That's where you live. You dwell there. You tabernacle there. That's your position. That's your place. That's your home. Glory to God. If you come to my house, you will find me at home because that's where I live. When we go and find you in the supernatural, you should be there. That's your house. That's where you live. Glory to God. How do you explain someone who was broke? They wanted to make a mess of him. And they said, hey guy, just go to the fish. Get the first coin. Use that to sort them out. That's the life we are called to live. A life where there's no inhibition. There's no barrier. Nothing literally can hold you down. They know they catch breeze. I hear what I'm saying. The Bible says, see, the man, you see, that's what he's born on the flesh, his flesh. That he's born on the spirit, his spirit. He says, you cannot contain the, he said, the, 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 a, a, a righteous man is like a wind. You cannot tell where it's coming. You cannot tell, you can only feel the effect of it. Because it's supernatural. You can, nobody can cage you. That's why I tell you that where your life is concerned, the devil is a non-entity. It doesn't exist. So you need to understand that. I was blessed this morning reading the story of Daniel. Daniel chapter 2. The king had a dream. And this is so interesting because he had the dream and he was not just concerned about the interpretation of the dream. He said, people are wicked. May men not set you up for failure. He said, see guys, I had a dream, right? I'm not just interested in the interpretation. I want you, was I there when you slept? He says, I want you, I want you to tell me the dream. Guess what Daniel and his guy said? He said, give us some time. He said, there's a God in heaven that reveals secrets. They went, they had a meeting, a prayer meeting. Are you hear what I'm saying? See, you are not helpless. <laughs> Glory to God. You are called to live in the realm of the supernatural. That's where you live. Glory to God. That's where you live. Daniel 5.11. There's a man in your kingdom. Now, watch this. Daniel had come and gone. He'd been, he had been there under King Nebuchadnezzar. Different kings had come. They had gone and all that. And then one of the kings who was reigning at the time was making reference to Daniel. Right? And he says, there's a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. Daniel 5.11. In the time of your father, right, he was found to have insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. <laughs> he was found to have wisdom, intelligence, and insight like that of the gods. I've said to you this morning, you are a god. So, your level of insight, 
of intelligence and wisdom must be on a whole new level. You need to understand what you carry. You are not normal. If there is anything you will leave, just know that you are not normal. Your results must be supernatural. Glory to God. You are not helpless. You have insight. You have supernatural ability. Intelligence that can get you out of any unpleasant situation or circumstance you find yourself. There's a help on your inside. Glory to God. There was a day I was coming from work many years ago. I had this very, very terrible car. It was a Dassault Primera 1998 that my mother gave to me. And I was coming and the car stopped on the way. And of course, I mean, I've heard Pastor Chris's number of times. I mean, I used, to, I used to listen to Pastor Chris a lot. I mean, if you're if you a pastor or a Christian, you've not heard Pastor Chris or you didn't hear Pastor Chris, I'm not sure you lived. Yeah. So I said, you can talk to the car. And I, I, I was praying the Holy Ghost. And I declared in the name of Jesus, car, receive the life of God. And then, waited for some minutes. And I went back to start the engine. And it came on. Now, now, some of you would think it's a coincidence. That's what you are thinking. Because I can read your mind. Like it just happened. No, it's... That was God teaching me that you are not, you can never be stranded. As a child of God, you can never get to a point where you are stranded. Never. Never. You have what the Holy Spirit says, I should tell you. You have ESP. You have your ESP on your inside. Enormous supernatural power. ESP. You can project that. So, some of us, you just need to upgrade your ESP. Some of you need to just activate your ESP. This year, tell anybody, say, turn on your ESP. Because you begin to command some kind of results that are beyond normal. Results that men will have no choice that to come and talk to your God. Are you in church this morning? You are a God. You're welcome, Mr. Dyer. You are a God. You are supernatural. Glory to God. Say, we say I'm supernatural. Number two, you are a creator. You are a creator. In the scripture, the first expression of God that we see was I created. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's the first introduction of God that we see in the Bible. The first time the name of God was mentioned was I created. And that's so profound because it tells us 
I've talked about the law of first mention here several times. Right? So it tells us that the God we serve is a creator. And if you are his child, you are a creator. And we say, I create. Say, I'm a creator. The Bible says, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the word created there is also interesting. Because that word created is the Greek word bara. And bara means to make something out of nothing. So, in the beginning, the heavens and the earth was not in existence. God created it with the words of his mouth. Are you in church this morning? I'm teaching. Praise God. So God created the heavens and the earth. Glory to God. So if your God is a creator, then you are a creator. Glory to God. And we must leverage on the wisdom and intelligence of God to create. You have the inherent capacity to create. Because you are a child of God and you must be like your father. And that's why I know this, this morning that this year, as you're hearing this, there will be several products you will create this year. Out of your mind will proceed brilliant and amazing ideas. Don't you say loud amen to that. You will create businesses, create products, create multi-level advanced solutions in the name of Jesus. Where you work, you will provide solutions, provide ideas, because the creative power of God is at work in you. The Bible says there's a spirit in man and the bread, the inspiration of the almighty gives him understanding. Child of God, you are not ordinary. The inspiration of God lives on your inside. And with that inspiration, you are a creator. You can create. You have the capacity to create. When there's no solution, when you get there, you create solution. You create it. There is such a thing as the inspiration of the Almighty. You have the capacity to create and bad things because you have the intelligence of God resident within you. As a child of God, there's a river of possibilities flowing on your inside. All you need is to draw it out. Isaiah 12, 3 says, with joy you will draw from the wells of salvation. There's so much locked up on your inside. This year, there's so much God wants you to create. Some of you will create channels of generational wealth. It's, it's in you. You can, you can create it. You can create you can create employment for people. You can create solutions to problems. You can create solutions to the traffic situation of Lagos. Are you hear what I'm saying? You must think like that. You are a creator. Glory to God. Say glory to God. You are a creator. The Bible says, he that believes on me, 
as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow. There are expressions waiting to be brought forth from your inside. But the thing is sometimes ah, we count ourselves out. We count ourselves out of what God wants to do. That how God wants to change the world. God wants to change the world. And guess what? He needs your help to do that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Number three. Number three. Your words have creative power. In the story of creation, you see that everything God created was by the words of his mouth. Genesis 1-3, And God said, and God said, and everything God said is so. Everything you say, as long as it's in line with the word of God, you will see it. And that's not a prayer. That's not a prayer. Whatever you say, as long as it's in line with the word of God, you will see it. I say you will see it. You will see it. Shout I'm blessed. Is it in the word of God? Do you believe that's your reality? Are you blessed? Do you believe it? Can you say it right now? Shout I'm blessed. You are blessed. The Bible says the words were framed by the word of God. The aeons were framed by the logos of God. The logos of God is God's revelation knowledge. So you can use your words to frame your world. And that's not a rhyme. That's God's word. You can use your words to frame your word. We understand, Hebrews chapter 12, that the words were framed by the logos of God. And that's why I'm so confident that wealthy place is a reality. Because we are speaking the word. Glory to God. As I said, they built and prospered. That's what we are declaring. And it's going to be our reality in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you let your image show that you believe this morning? Glory to God. Kings rule by words. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 8 4, it's where the word of a king is, there is power. Who can tell him, What are you doing? Ecclesiastes 8 4. And that's why that man said, The centurion said, I'm a man under authority. I said to this one, Go here, and he goes. I said to that one, Go here. You see, those who have power, they don't shout. The reason that you are shouting, you are shouting, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? You don't have power. I'm the man of this house. I'm the man of this house. You just display that you are not the man. You are a figurehead. Real men. They don't shout. They don't shout. You need it. You have it. Thank you.
is when you don't have the house. You don't, you are broke. See, let me tell you something. See, you may not have, right? But have the mindset of the blessed. See, it's not a matter of you have. No. You, you may not have. But you must have abundance mentality. You can ask my wife. Say, we don't have so. We have. We have. Right? Say, we don't have this. We don't have this. Florence, say, we don't have say, We have. We have it. We may not see it in tangible reality, but we, we are blessed in heavenly place in Christ Jesus. We have it. We may not see it. We may not be able to handle it physically, but we have it. We are blessed. We have abundance. We are running five services. That's it. That's who we are. You declare it. Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? So your words have creative power. And that's why you must be conscious of what you say. Kings rule by decree. Kings rule by decree. The words you speak, they are powerful. They have the capacity to change your life. The Bible says in Revelation 1, 5 and 5, 10, it says God has made us kings and priests unto our God. So we are kings. We're coming to church this morning and we're just hearing, talking about the power of words. And we're just hearing the pastor who was preaching on the radio. And he said there was a, a, a guy, Florence was with us in the car. There was a guy who, you know, said everything that he says comes to pass, right? So he just has that power that everything that he says comes to pass. So he says, I want money. Then he got money. Money appeared. Say, I, I want this. Maybe I want fame, for instance. You know, he had, I, I, I want a car. A car showed up. Then after a while, everything he said came to pass. After a while, he just said, mad though. Then he ran mad. <laughs> so you need to know that your Bible says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So after he had, he had everything. When we were in school, when we were in school, then you know, they, would, they, would, they would ask you, if, if you see one million now, when we were in school, secondary school, Secondary school, many years ago. Secondary school, if you see only what we do now, say, ah, we know. Like, I first of all run mad. Ah, oh, So, when you now run mad now, so who's going to spend the money? This year, don't speak loose words. I was telling Jide, you know, that this year is blessing. 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 When people are annoying, you are blessed. You are blessed. Because by the reason of what I do, you have to be cursing. Because if you are doing, you know, construction, you are mad people. Or you are in transport business, you will curse. And I say, ah. There was one guy, I said, ah. See, ah. Shouldn't have done that. In my mind. Ah! Ah! And that's why if you're here, you're, you're, you're married. Stop cursing your husband. Your curse is working on him. Yeah, <laughs> useless man. He will be useless. My wife will tell me, baby, you are, you are a rich man. She'll tell me. You are a rich man. You are blessed. 
She will be praying in the in the in one of the rooms in the house. I'll be hearing, ah, pray. My husband is blessed. My husband is rich. My husband is doing well. My husband has that's a wife, not a knife. If you got that, you will shout. That's the kind of man, a woman you should marry. That encourages you, that tells you good words, that prays for you. Not just when you have money. Say, oh my darling, my darling. When you are broke, say, oh my lady. You say, just say it is. They don't call Shuali Le by you. And that's how some, some people have. That's how some people have. Your words. Jesus said, The words that I speak to you, they are spirit. What? If I say goat now, can you see a goat now? The image of goat comes. When I say lion, right now you're seeing lion. Am I correct? When I say a fine woman, you're seeing my wife now, right? When I say a rich man, you're seeing Dangote, right? Who are you seeing? You are see- Sam's. No, you are seeing yourself. You are seeing yourself because that's who you are. You say, that's who you are. That's who you are. Say that's who I am. Say that's who I am. Say we the rich, we the rich, we the rich. We the rich. Glory to God. Say we the blessed. We the blessed. Blessed. Blessed and not cause. Bless and not curse. This business is not working. It's not working, no. I've done all I can. It's not working. It's not going to work. Ah, this ministry is not growing. We, we are growing. In leaps and bounds. We are, even when we were 10 people, we, we are growing. We, there are people coming. People are coming from all over. We are going to run two services, three services, four, fives. I'm telling you. As the Lord liveth, that's how it will happen. As the Lord liveth, that's how it will happen. Because you need to understand that words carry spirits. Ah, I don't even know what is happening now. Things are tough in this country. Am I a Nigeria will die. Ah, let me fatra. Well, I Sherry, I'm telling you, see, see, you know, sometimes it's good to be telling ourselves the truth. Which truth? The word of God is greater than any reality. You know what the Bible says? Let the weak say, I'm strong. Do you understand? Let the poor say, I'm rich. Paul said, suppose that. We are poor, yet we are making many rich. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's the position that you are. So even though right now you don't have money in your bank account, I am, I am with the rich. I am rich. I'm rich in Christ. 
am blessed and highly favored. Your words have created power. Glory to God. Your words have created power. Let me just stop. I have seven here. Let me just do the last one here. Number four, you carry grace and favor. <laughs> you carry grace and favor. As a child of God, favor is in your DNA. What that means is that you cannot be disadvantaged in life. Head or tail, you win. Head or tail, you're blessed and favored. Psalm 5 verse 12. Thou will bless the righteous and encompass him with favor as with a shield. You are God's righteousness in Christ Jesus. You are blessed and highly favored. The message translation says, it says, God decked us with delight. He decked us with delight. When they are laying people off at your workplace, you will not be affected. Because you carry grace and favor. Hebrews 1 says, because you loved righteousness and hated iniquity, therefore the Lord your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your contemporaries. Even when it doesn't go around, you will get yours. You get yours. It's your favorite. There's no disadvantage for a child of God. You know what the Bible says? In Romans 28, it says, and we know we are aware. I do. We are aware that all things work together for good. To them that, that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. So even when it looks like you're not favored, the Bible says even in the seeming disfavor, there's a favor in it for you. You hear what I'm saying? You lost the contract. You, you lost the deal. See, if they fire you at work, honestly, you go and throw a party. Like, you did, not that you messed up or anything, or you, you, they just ganged up against you. They fired you. You should, you should be rejoicing. If you understand the way the kingdom of God works, and how God works, ah, have you read the story of Jephthah before? In the Bible? Judges 12, 3? Or I think it is either 11, 3, or 12, 3. I can't remember now. Say they threw him out of the house. They said, you are not fit to be here. After some time, the Bible says, they, they, please let me get it. Either Judges 12, 3, or 11, 3. Say they went to get him. They come and be king over us. Do you understand what I'm saying? Please let me get it. Either Judges 11, 3, or 12, 3. Either of, so I'm not sure now. You need to understand. Is it 11? 11, 3. 11, 3. So Jephthah fled from his brothers and went to live in the land of... Let's read from verse 1. Jephthah the Gileadite was one tough warrior. He was the son of a alot. But Gilead was his father. Verse 2. Meanwhile, Gilead's legal wife had given him other sons. And when they grew up, his wife's sons threw Jephthah out. They told him, you are not getting any of our family inheritance. You are son of another mother, of another woman. Verse, verse, verse 4. So Jephthah fled his brothers and went to live in the land of Tob and all that. You know. 
they went to call him. They, they went, see, those who have looked down on you, I declare in the name of you, they would come and celebrate with you. Amen. They, will, they will look up to you. They will look up to you. Glory to God. You carry grace and favor. You cannot be disadvantaged in life. As a matter of fact, in John chapter 9, there was the story of a man who was born blind. And Jesus made a very profound statement. He said, this man was born blind, right? So that the works of God can be revealed in his life. So sometimes the reason why you're going through some disappointment is because God wants to bring out a greater miracle. So that's the way God works. That's the way God works. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Say glory to God. All things work together for good. Luke 21, 13. And that's the word for somebody here. It says, and he shall turn to you for a testimony. He shall turn to you for a testimony. He shall turn to you for a testimony. And we have the KJV. He shall turn to you for a testimony. James 1, 2 says, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith work, works patience. But let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire lacking nothing. There's a process that God takes you through and he wants to perfect you. That you would not lack anything good. Count it all joy. It's not joy, but it's you count it joy. You didn't get that. It's not joy. It's not palatable, but God said count it joy. You count it joy because you know that God's wisdom is wiser than the wisdom of men. Glory to God. He says, in this world, you would have tribulations. But be of good cheer. I have overcome. I have to stop now. I have overcome the world. I have five, six, seven here. But because of time, so we can have Mr. Dwyer. See, you have favor. You have favor. You, anywhere, anywhere you go, anywhere you go, within Nigeria, oh wow, within Nigeria, outside Nigeria, you have favor. Your favor is not location sensitive. Your, your favor is not bound by location. Glory to God. So you say, I'm blessed. Say, I'm favored. Say, I'm blessed. Say, I'm favored. Oh, let's bow. Before you walk in this reality, you must first of all give your heart to Christ. That's the foundation. If you're here, you want to give your heart to Christ, you want to get born again, can you just raise your right hand up wherever you are? Let me pray with you. I can see you, my, my sister. Just raise your right hand up on this side. I can see you, my sister. There's somebody on that left side here. Just raise your right hand up wherever you may be. Let me pray with you this, this morning. God bless you. I can see you. Somebody is there, yeah. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. You're welcome to the family of God. Let's say with us, Heavenly Father, I thank you for loving me. Let's say together, Heavenly Father,
I thank you for loving me. I thank you for calling me. I believe in the Lord Jesus. And I believe that God raised him from the dead. I confess with my mouth that is Lord over my life. I am saved. I am born again. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we clap our hands for Jesus? Praise God. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shil Oshimetsu podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shil on Instagram at Shil Oshimetsu or at Grace Made NG.